like I was speaking on before, how it was a breath of fresh air to be able to actually get this out and get this out to the consumer. So like, you know, when me and me and Bobby were in communication and when Bobby was like, okay, we're a go, it's happening, we're doing it. Like I was just, I was super, I was pumped. I was super excited. I was like, yo, let's go finally. And then, you know, to get that text that, you know, something went wrong. You are listening to Plant Strength Radio. Each week, remarkable stories of plant-based healing, mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, and activism, as told by those with the expressed desire to affect lasting change in our world. Real people, real experiences. Your host, Bobby Lynch. What's up, guys, and welcome to season three of Plant Strength Radio. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch, and on today's show, I am joined by the leaders of our company, Marcus Everett, Kiwan Harrison, and Darren Moore, and we're going to talk about the growth of our company over the last six months and the growing pains that we've had. So feel free to introduce yourself, guys. Darren, you go ahead. Hey guys, this is Darren. As you know, I am now the CSO at Plant Strength Performance, so um, Chief Sales Officer. And you know, as always, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited for the uh, new season and the change that we've really been going through over the last six months is tremendous. So I'm excited for you guys to hear. We have to, we have this one. Definitely. What's up, guys? Uh, it's Marcus again here. You know, co-founder, COO, COO of Plant Strength Performance. Um, sorry, of plant strength. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just uh, just you know, excited, just like DJ said, just excited to be on another episode, see another season of Plant Strength Radio, uh, getting underway. We got tons of great guests. Uh, I know Kiwan and Bobby have put in a lot of time to this. Um, so you know, I'm excited to see the final product, and you know, it should it should be a blast. I am Kiwan Harrison. I am uh, the creative um, here on the team and co-founder. I'm excited to share another season of Plant Strength Radio once again and also introduce you guys to some really cool guests that we have this time around. Yeah, guys, it's going to be a great season. We have so many amazing guests already lined up. We have another 10 episodes and, of course, a bonus episode 11. You guys won't know who that bonus episode is, but if you want to see who all of the guests are for episodes one, obviously it's us, but two through 10, just check out the website, plantstrengthradio.com. So before we get into everything, guys, we are going to start with our icebreaker segment. It's our little on the spot thing to warm us up. I'm going to start. Marcus, <laughs> if you could describe to me in three words or less how your 2020 was. My 2020 was. Um, I'll give you one word: um, demanding. Mm-hmm. Definitely, uh, definitely demanding. Um, uh, you know, I'll keep it kind of short, but I'll, I'll just elaborate elaborate on it a little bit. Um, you know, with the business, uh, with my personal life, um, just day in and day out. You know, having to kind of you know wake up and, and figure things out and. and you know, structure my day so I can be as efficient as possible throughout the day so I can fit in what I need to fit in and, you know, dedicate time to plant strength and dedicate time to the nine to five that's, you know, helping me uh, get by with my family and things like that. So, and then coming home and dedicating time to my family as well. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, demanding is the word I would go with. Nice. Awesome. Yes, sir. Kiwan, if you could... Tell me, what is giving you strength this year? Keeping me going this year is definitely 10 out of 10 right now. Um, We are literally on fire. Um, We've, over the last couple of weeks, we've been grinding. We've been making a ton of different content. Uh, Last week was a music video. This past week, um, this yesterday was... um, was a commercial for a dentist's office. Um, the week before that was a short film um, and we're prepping for a web series. We were able to raise um, over $10,000 for a web series that we are planning on shooting in the summer. Um, I have also 
then I'm working on a short uh, short web series that I, I've been writing, hoping to start fundraising that um, later on this year and seeing if we can shoot it at some point next year or the end of this year. So giving me life right now is the is 10 out of 10 in filmmaking right now. Awesome. Congrats. And for those of you guys new to the show, Kiwan has his own company, 10 out of 10, 1010 Pro. That is their uh, creative filmmaking company. And you've been doing 10 out of 10. How long has that been in existence for? Since college, right? Since you graduated. Since 2016. So February of 2016 was our first year and we've been going since then. Awesome. Yeah. So if you guys are in need of some filmmaking, really creative storytelling, filmmaking, um, commercials, videos, whatever you need, you're in the Connecticut area, make sure to hit up Kiwan. He will take care of you guys. So DJ, same question. What is giving you strength this year? Um, I would definitely have to say my family. Family is, is definitely um, really driven me to want to do more, want to provide more, want to be a better man. Um, you know, and especially since, you know, going fully vegan, I've had a lot more um, compassion. I've had a lot more um, love for, for my family. I just, you know, I don't want to take that for granted, especially because of the pandemic. You know, I feel like we all um, have a lot more gratitude, a lot more gratitude and have been humbled in many different ways. because. Um, you can't take today for granted at all. You know, it's not guaranteed. So um, definitely uh, family. I'm, I'm very grateful for my family for supporting me through all my endeavors. They support fan strength. They support, you know, um, my veganism, my activism, you know. So um, I'm definitely thankful for them. They drive me every day, get out of bed and keep going, you know. Same thing. Definitely. Definitely say it's family. Um, all right, guys. So. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. So the main focus of this episode is to recap on the last six months of the company. So between season two and now, and there's a lot that's happened. So that's pretty much the end of 2020 into the start of 2021, where we're at now. The first thing is our Chicken Bites pre-launch. We did our pre-launch campaign for our Chicken Bites, our brand new plant-based meat. We had a really successful campaign. We did that in November and December, and we donated um, how much? We donated a, a couple hundred dollars to the farm sanctuaries that we partnered with. We did just over two thousand dollars in sales, so we did about um, hundred twenty and some change packs during our pre-launch campaign, which is which is pretty good. Um, seeing that we just marketed it on our Instagram and Facebook. So very happy with, with that. And following that, we also have been doing uh, a lot of activism as well in New York City. Um, as you guys can see, I'm here with DJ. We both are living together. We'll kind of get into that uh, more later on the show during our personal growth spurts and growing pains segment. But we started doing a lot of activism in New York City. We're about to release our Plant Strength Movement Summer Activism Tour. We're going to be going around the city, having a bunch of different events. We've had a great turnout so far. And it's just been, it's just been really, really good moving down here. Um, I can definitely say personally, I became more of an activist uh, when I came down here. I really like let my activist voice shine through and stop holding back and that was after moving down here because i went to my first vigil connected with the animals in person and then, and then things that really just started taking off from there so kind of backtracking a little bit talking on the pre-launch what do you guys have to say about the pre-launch what are your thoughts and, and with how things went um i'm i'm happy uh with how they went uh you know like you said before bobby uh just based off of the fact that like we didn't pour a bunch of money in the marketing or anything like that. We just kind of used the platforms that we had and uh, word of mouth and, um, you know, uh, influencer marketing as well. So uh, it, I, I think it went well. I think we were able to make um, a few great connections with, with a couple of great organizations as well for uh, speaking to the uh, sanctuaries that we partnered with for our, our, our pre-launch campaign 
But um, yeah, I mean, it was it was time to get the product to the consumer. Like we had been talking about it for so long, and um, I'm happy, and it was kind of like a breath of fresh air um, that we were able to do that. Um, and it kind of you know kickstarted everything um, as far as getting into full production and and you know being at the point that we're at now, where we're, we're able to uh, really go full full 100 percent moving forward and and so yeah i liked it i uh i enjoyed it i enjoyed you know watching us promote it i enjoyed connecting with uh the sanctuaries and uh you know other people that are in the vegan and plant-based community that uh support us and want to support us and want to try the product and and i'm excited for you know what's next definitely definitely piggybacking excuse me off of what Marcus said, um, it just goes to show how well the chicken rights will do, um, even in the climate that we released them, released them in the middle of the pandemic, uh, brought a new product to market. You know, there's not a lot of businesses, new businesses that are able to do that right now. A lot of businesses had to close their shops, um, but we were able to do that and you know, go through the, up, the ups and downs. For the most part, our feedback is very good, you know, and and I see chicken bites really not only being a hit in the vegan community, but outside of the vegan community, whether you eat animal products or not, um, we know it's going to make a killing. So I'm just excited to see where we're at a year from now on our next call. Like <laughs> chicken bites are going to be to the next level. They're going to be in every restaurant. They're going to be in every school. You know, we have so much planned. So. Um, I just want to, I just want to really get the ball rolling. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited for you guys to see the results. Cause you're going to see how much we level up in the next few months. You're not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. You know, what's really funny is that, um, this, the, you know, we worked on the, uh, the commercial for the chicken bites, uh, pre-launch. Um, I gave one of the, uh, gaffers on the set. Um, a bag of the chicken bites. I was like, you know, I have a ton of these at home, so you can you can have this one. Um, last night um, after shooting, he comes up to me and says, you know, I finally had those chicken bites, and they're really good. <laughs> <laughs> so in the other and someone else was like, yeah, and they're only twenty dollars. So <laughs> a lot of people are interested in them, and I think that our our uh, pre launch was extremely successful, and I think that because it was successful and because the flavors there, because they are a great product that they are going to sell. That's just fundamental. Um, you know, where there is a, a, a demand, there will be, you know, a need, you know, we're mm -hmm. going to sell, you know? So um, I think that our, our, even in our past meetings, talking about with the ambassadors and like, you know, when are we going to have more available? People were asking me about these things. Mm -hmm. So, I think that we were extremely successful, and I think that once we get our our production, you know, going and getting out more packaging, more packages, we're definitely going to sell out of them very quickly, and we're going to have to restock them. We're going to have to rethink our whole um, um, model of producing them. <laughs> I know, right? And that I mean, but that's a, that's a good problem to have. And I've been exactly. Marcus and I have been really working on how can we ramp up this in the background, kind of working on the production end and you know, Marcus being the COO, chief chief operations officer, that's a lot of what he's been doing is like, how can we actually scale this? What are the things that we have to do to be able to scale this? But we have a great co-packer so far. We did have a little hang up with our co-packer, which we're going to get into when we start talking about the growing pains that we've, uh, that we've went through over the last six months with the business. But nonetheless, we did have, we do have a great co-packer who can produce at volume. That was really good, but still we're, we're, we're expecting to really ramp up really soon. So actually Kiwan said they're only $20. So this bag lighting is kind of poor right here, but this bag, because we were actually able to source our, some custom bags, which we're having coming in. Uh, soon, another thing that we're going to talk about in our grow, growing pains segment, we've actually been able to reduce the cost of this pack, which makes two pounds cooked. So we pack the bites dehydrated. For those of you guys who are still new to the chicken bites, we pack them dehydrated with a proprietary seasoning blend mixed in. So think like rice, beans, lentils, pasta, and then you pour them into a large pot. You add for this pack specifically three cups of water 
stir, and then you cook them on medium low heat, uh, covered to partially covered for about 20 to 25 minutes. And then you add them into any recipe or dish from there as desired. So working uh, with Marcus, trying to figure out all the sourcing, we've been able to reduce our price. And now the packs are available for only $14.99 for a single pack, $24.99 for a two-pack bundle, so you save $5, or $44.99 for a four-pack bundle. So essentially, buy three, get one free. So we've really been able to reduce the price for you guys. We want to make these as available as possible. We want to defy the status quo that plant-based products are not going to burn a hole through your pocket. And on top of that, they're really healthy for you. There's only seven ingredients in the chicken bites, soy flour, garlic, onion, salt, spices, sugar, and baking powder. That's it. No additives or preservatives. 17 grams of protein per serving. And we are donating 5% of all of our sales to our partner farm sanctuary. So be on the lookout for that. We are going to be doing a new farm sanctuary partnership probably every week to every month. We're still trying to figure out how long we want our partnerships to be. But during that time, we will be donating 5% of all of our sales to that farm sanctuary because that's really a big reason why we even founded Plant Strength in the first place is why we're all vegan is because it's for the animals, first and foremost, above everything else. Like It's also the health of the environment, but really for the animals, first and foremost. And so that's why we want to do our part in giving back um, and kind of just talking about the success that we've had so far. We are already featured on the menu of one restaurant, officially Rio Salado in Mystic, Connecticut. Shout out to them. They are available as a substitute for any meat on their menu. So any dish that you can get, you can substitute in the chicken bites for them. And then you can also ask to have vegan cheese, I believe. Um, or as a substitute as well, if you want to make a complete vegan dish or just omit the cheese entirely. So that is something, um, something else we're really, uh, you know, we're really excited about. And we have a lot of other wholesale accounts in the works. That's what DJ and I are working on. I'll let you talk a little bit about that. Maybe touch on a little bit of the plans, but not too much. Yeah. So our, our sales game, our sales plan, um, out the box, we want to focus more on wholesaling, um and pretty much what me and Bobby are gonna do, we're gonna take it into our own hands, go back to old-fashioned way of sales. Literally, we want to meet these um managers, we want to meet these store owners in person face to face, because I think that when we have that that in-person interaction, which a lot of people aren't used to nowadays in business, um, it really makes a great first impression. It really just goes to show how dedicated we are to plant strength chicken bites. And we want to go store to door, um, store to store, and actually bring these bags. Like, hey, yeah, I was looking at your menu. Like, you guys don't have any vegan options on it. Um, you should try plant strain chicken bites. You know, and actually go door to door and and bring your strength plant strain chicken bites directly to them, so they could try them. You know, so they could demo them with their not only their customers, their employees in the house. You know, so that's kind of our plan, just to get it out there, just to get going, hit the ground running. And we know once we do that, plant strength is our chicken bites are just going to take off, you know, through the roof. You know, we also have some big accounts that, um, you know, Bobby's been working on. I want him to get more into those, but just know our sales organization is going to be the, one of the best. Like, we're, you can't get a better team than what we have, the resources that we have. So it, we're taking this very serious. Um, and where plant strength is going to be in the next, in the next year. Or so next six months, it's going to really be mind boggling. You're not going to be able to tell, tell, tell that we're the same people because, um, we're going to take the business to the next level. We're going to take the business to the next level. And that's the benefit of living here in the city. DJ and I, we've already been planning it out all the restaurants that we want to go to very strategically. And we just have our, we just had our brand new order come in. So that's what we're about to get doing. Uh, going out on the weekends and literally going door to door, driving around the city, going in there, meeting in person, focusing on the restaurants and meal prep services. And then also the bigger accounts, we're going to be focusing on colleges and universities. We really want to help shape the future and, and how we shape the future is with who the future is going to be. And that is the students. And so 
being able to provide colleges and universities with that plant-based meat. That is something that my brother actually struggled with when he was in college, Springfield College. He didn't have any plant-based meat options on the menu. They were very limited in their plant-based options overall. And he kind of struggled when he was in school being vegan. And that ultimately led him to going back to not being vegan. He's now got pretty much back to being fully vegan at this point because he's finished school, but that was a big problem. And I know like I think back to when I was in college, I wasn't vegan, but I don't even, I don't know. I can't even really imagine how I would have been able to do it and keep up with my caloric needs, given the fact that there was just not really a lot of those nutrient dense plant-based options. Cause that's really the whole thing is he was just losing weight because he didn't have enough food available, options available so that he could maintain his caloric intake while being a college athlete running track and I played football. So when I was in school, so that's why we want to focus on colleges and universities. So that's kind of our focus right there with the chicken bites. And then, um, and then again, like, as I was saying, we're, we're going to really focus on our activism, heavy on our activism. We've got our plant strength movement tour. Be on the lookout for that guys. If you guys aren't already, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. Just go to plantstrength.com slash newsletter. And you can sign up right there, drop your email. You also get the plant-based eating session for my book, The Winner's Manual, for free once you subscribe uh, by entering your email on the footer on the website. And you'll be the first to know when our tour is dropped and like what the dates are. And you'll be able to come meet up with us. You'll be able to try some chicken bites, buy some chicken bites. It's going to be really good time, really great vibes. And kind of actually speaking on, Marcus, you kind of like plug this at the beginning, plant strength. He said, oh, not plant strength performance, plant strength. That is another little change that we have just recently made with the start of 2021. Our LLC is officially Plant Strength LLC. So kind of give you guys a little background on that. I initially wanted the company to just be plant strength. And then, of course, though, when I, when Kiwan and I were founding the company in 2019, plant strength wasn't available. The domain wasn't available. It just wasn't available yet. Someone else owned it. The Instagram handle wasn't available, et cetera. So we're like, all right, what do we do next? Okay, plant strength performance. That's cool. So we'll go with that. But we've always kind of wanted it to be more plant strength because plant strength encompasses everything. It's everything vegan. That's who we are. And that's what we want to embody. So we still have plant strength performance, but plant strength performance is now our coaching. That is our fitness and nutrition focus. Our URR Instagram handle is still at plant strength performance, and you can still find us plantstrengthperformance.com, but it redirects to plantstrength.com. You guys go there, you'll be able to see the new update to our logo, slightly different than before. And our mission is to defy the status quo, and that, that is what Plant Strength embodies. So that is another a new positive change going into 2021. Um, you guys want to speak on your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think Bobby nailed it on the head, man, just as far as, you know, what, uh, what Plant Strength is and what we embody and, um, you know, to, to label us as strictly, you know, Plant Strength performance, um, I feel like it may give to the wrong idea to somebody who's trying to get involved with the company and, and, you know, our, our, the activism that, um, you know, Bobby and, and DJ and Kiwan and all of our ambassadors have been, have been doing. And, um, it just kind of allows us to, to shed light on, on those, uh, aspects of the company. Um, and it doesn't really focus, just put the focus solely just on, you know, um, training and personal training and uh things like that it, it really allows us to kind of you know highlight our activism highlight our food highlight anything else um that we have going on within the company um and yeah so i love it i love the name not the name change but the, the you know the slight rebrand that we have going on right now and um yeah i'm, I'm excited yeah, same thing, you know, a lot of um large brands always do rebranding. I think that's always a good idea, especially in twenty twenty one, you know, to make some changes for the better, um, and move forward that way. So you know, we're doing it early, so it's not gonna have a huge impact 
um, people will still know us for um, what we're doing right now in the industry because we are making a lot of noise. So, um, you know, plant strength, easier, you know, easier to get off the rolls off the tongue. So, you know, plant strength, you know, um, this is DJ from plant strength, you know, plant strength performing, you know. So I think it's going to be a lot easier for us to just even talk about the business and talk about what we're doing. People will not feel as if like, oh, do I do I have to be able to perform like you guys to be part of plant strength? No. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a family no matter what, no matter where you come from, no matter um, how you look, you know, no matter if if you're even um, fully vegan yet or not, you know, you can still be part of the plant strength family as long as you know what we stand for and what we're doing. Um, you know, we just want to be able to impact as many people's lives as possible. So I really do love it. So, I mean, I think for me, I have always considered it plant strength. I mean, I was there from the beginning when we first signed the paperwork. <laughs> so, you know, even in like the handles in, in, or the, the outros for our show, you know, I always say this is plant strength, not this is plant strength performance. So um, I'm happy that we have finally uh, got to this point where we can have the domain and we can have people go to plantstrength.com because I think it is, it is all encompassing. It's, um, something that we want to do we want to be able to be the leaders in the the plant-based movement whether that is activism whether that is um, food whether that is uh, performance um, or anything in between under the sun so i think that uh it's a great it's a great move in the right direction yeah definitely and we're just we're very excited for for what the future has in store and now we are going to talk about our growing pains, all of the things that we've had to overcome over the last six months. Before we do that, though, we're going to take a short break and we will be right back after a message from our sponsors. Support for this episode comes from Chicken Bites. Hey, did you know that every serving of Chicken Bites has 17 grams of protein? And did you know that they're made entirely from simple ingredients? Visit www.plantstrengthfoods.com to find out where you can get your pack of Chicken Bites and use offer code PSR at checkout to save on shipping. Chicken Bites, always made from ingredients you can pronounce. Support for this episode comes from 10 out of 10. A wise man once said a single picture is worth a thousand words. Makes you wonder what you think about video. 10 out of 10 can help you with that. We are a full-service boutique production company dedicated to telling uniquely human stories 100% of the time. To request a free consultation, visit www.1010pro.com or visit us on social media at T-E-N-1-0-P-R-O. All right, guys, and welcome back. So before the break, I told you guys we are going to start talking about our growing pains. So without further ado, the first one that we dealt with was finding our custom bags for our chicken bites. So and you guys can see this right here. This is still not our custom bag. This is our first initial base pack. And it's a craft Mylar bag. We have a nice sticker label, but for our custom bags, we are getting a fully printed bag. So it's going to be a tiny bit smaller. This bag's about 11 and a half inches. Our new bag's only going to be about 10 inches. And this entire label, we also have a new slight different front label. You guys will see when it comes out, but it's going to be printed right on the bag, both front and back. This won't be a sticker label. It'll just be pretty much like all the bags that you guys see for most products when you go into stores it's fully custom printed. So how we kind of had a little hang up was I was hoping that we would be able to have our custom bags ready to go to fulfill our pre-launch orders. So the end of December was working with this packing company to get them. And they were like, okay, hey, we need this type of artwork file. And so I sent them that awkward file and they're like, oh, actually, you know, this doesn't really work with the print team right now. And, you know, this is communication going back and forth. And this is like kept spanning out like one week, two weeks, three weeks. And they're like, okay, actually, you know, this doesn't really work. I got back to the print team and we need this type of file. So I'm like, okay, cool. Go convert the file into the file that they need. 
oh, but actually we needed, yeah, we needed an Adobe Illustrator file, but it, we can't have a converted Adobe Illustrator file. It has to be literally built straight in Adobe Illustrator because when I designed the label, I actually designed it on Canva. So I'm like, damn, how am I going to do this? So then they were like talking about, okay, well, you'll have to hire this person. You'll have to hire this designer, et cetera. And I'm like, wait, Kiwan is like an expert with Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop. Let me see if he can do this. So worked his magic like he did. He was able to literally take, take, the, take the file that we had, recreate it from scratch absolutely insane don't even know how you did it um but thank you for that i'll let you talk a little bit on that how did that process go i don't even i don't even know how you did it um yeah i mean i've been creative my entire life so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you know i i self-taught myself a lot of like you know photoshop and illustrator and premiere pro like you know a lot of the things that i do come from you know watching youtube videos or you know, actually just playing with it. Mm. Um, so yeah, when you said you needed the AI file, you know, first I, I converted it to an SVG file for you as so you sent it over. That wasn't good enough for them. So I was like, okay, I'll just take it. And then fundamentally, you know, we have a very great logo, a very great uh, packaging, but it's also very simple. So it's easy to replicate. So really just diving in there and, and just, you know, putting together something that was a vector versus, you know, something I should say a pixel-based image. Um, vectors being mathematical and pixels being finite. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it took me maybe a couple of hours and maybe an hour, actually, just to... Really? Yeah, that was it? To recreate the whole thing from scratch? Yeah. to, to Other than the, the little tweaks we made here and there, you know, it was probably an hour just, you know, matching things together. Um, because fundamentally, the design was based on the my original design, um, which we had first, and then we transitioned over to this design. Um, so it was easy to just put it together because I already knew sort of the layout of everything. Um, and yeah, definitely came through in the clutch. And like as I started, I sat down and I was like, "All right, let me see how I can do this." Got Adobe Illustrator, started working on it, and it's just not my expertise. <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, this is overwhelming." <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I just was like, wait, hold up. I think Kiwan can do this. And I always say that if you guys don't know how to do something, it's okay to not know how to do it. Seek somebody who knows how to do it. Time is money. And I'm all about investing into other things, spending a little money here and there, or seeking somebody else to do something for you that's actually going to get the job done right. And who knows what they're doing? You don't have to be an expert in everything. So thank you, Kiwan, again for being the expert that you are. Um, well, and thank so, you. but yeah, like seriously, really, made, really made a big difference because then we were able to get them the correct file. But then on top of that, now we're continuing into more growing pain. So we get them the correct file, and then they're like, "So you need to pay in uh, cash, um, and you need to pay, and you need to order this many bags," which was like, you know. A few thousand bags, and we didn't really have the money right away because it's everything is very you know it's very capital intensive kind of getting started off the ground, and so we've been currently another one of our growing pains is trying to find that capital funding and that investing, which we are pretty much already secured with that, and uh, we'll be getting the custom bags in really soon. For now, we're able to continue going with these packs right here. But we will have the custom bags coming in. And what's also nice is working with this packing company, they are now allowing, after me continuously saying, I think this would really benefit a lot of people, they are now allowing purchases to, for us to make purchases via credit, uh, which is huge because if you don't have the money right up front, but you can put it on a credit card, and then once you make your sales, that's ultimately what we're trying to do because with a food product, you really need to be able to stock your inventory and that's why they want us to purchase, you know, they have their minimums that we need to purchase. And then we also really need to purchase at that type of volume so that we can have packs on hand because we just, at this current point in time, while we're recording this episode a week prior to it releasing, still not back in stock. But this episode, first episode right now, if you guys are listening to it, April 2nd, we went back in stock yesterday, April 1st. 
and we made sure to get enough inventory in to keep up with, uh, you know, keep up with demand. And but that that's a, that's the thing. Really, we have to constantly be purchasing inventory, and it's capital intensive while you're, especially while you're getting starting out to be able to fund that inventory. So that's another kind of been a growing pain of ours is where are we going to find that uh, funding and someone who can continuously keep putting money in to help us fulfill orders. Um, obviously, you know, we've really been trying to self-fund everything up until this point and it's been working, but it's been a lot harder and we've had to grow at a slower rate than what we would like. If you see a lot of these companies that really just take off and they grow. The big Fortune 500 companies, pretty much all of them. I mean, Kiwana, you can speak on this because you know, you know, pretty, pretty savvy with the business. Um, pretty much all of them had millions of dollars of investment upfront, crowdfunding, you know, venture capitalists. And that's allowed, that allows them to really take off because the more money you have, the more people you can hire the more things that you can buy and really it takes money to make money. So yeah, that's kind of been some growing pains. What do you guys think about everything that we've gone through so far in terms of those two things? Compared to, to, to a lot of other companies and businesses, we, we are going through minor setbacks, um, but we're still moving forward. You know, we always, we're always finding a new solution and just learning as we go forward and we're doing it all together. I think it's great. Because um, we're all kind of new to this, and we really didn't know what to expect. So um, it's definitely made us better business people, um, and it's just part of the journey. It's just part of the journey. You can't be mad. Um, you know, we don't let anything discourage us. That's one thing that that me and Bobby, you know, really are good at. You know, like whatever problem he brings up, whatever problem I bring up, we're always like we look at different vantages, um, vantage points that we can take. Um, should try and figure it out because in our mind, there's always a solution to any problem. There's no problem in the world that's not solvable. There's no problem in the world, you know. So, um, you know, it's really just making us into better, better business people. And um, I've been able to really take some of the things that we've learned and, and apply it in other ways. So, um, I, there's, there's, there's no, there's no worries about where we're heading. You know, I have no worries whatsoever. You know, we're, we're in good, good hands, State Farm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so definitely it's so funny because yesterday i was making a joke just like that it's like you know like a good neighbor state farms there <laughs> um, yeah i mean i i definitely think that um we are on track you know and obviously the reason why you know we're self-funding is because we want to keep our vision pure we want to ensure that you know our mission is always intact and that we're not having to to answer to someone telling us that, you know, this is what, you know, this is what they perceive our company to be. Um, because that's how a lot of companies sort of, you know, lose sight of where they're trying to go. And obviously we are not trying to, we are trying to become the leaders in the industry, but we don't want to be stepping on the backs of other people or the backs of other creation um, in order to do so. So I think, um, you know, obviously, we are on the right track we're growing slowly, but I think that slow growth, that organic growth is going to be something that's going to, is going to work in our favor. When people see us and they, they understand our mission, they're like, oh, you guys were going for, you're going at it for 10 years, 15 years. If you look at like companies like Tofurky, you know, that man was working on that, op on that opportunity for 12, 15 years before he even made a dime in profit, you know? He, you know, he pretty much did everything himself, self-funded. And then finally, like, you know, he, he lucked out on a couple of things. And it really is about proximity to people and getting getting to know people. And eventually we'll get there and eventually we'll, we'll take off. Um, so I'm not I'm not even worried about that. You know, I think, you know, right now self-funding is hard. But like like DJ said, piggybacking off of what he said, um, you know, it's about perspective. How do we look at this opportunity? Is it going to cripple us or is it going to be a springboard for us? And I think largely what we've done since starting this company was look at every opportunity or every setback as a springboard. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Uh, I hate going last because y'all nailed it on the head. For real. <laughs> I mean, 
honestly, it's just, um, you know, like Kiwan said, it's, it's, it's tough self-funding um, at this point, you know, you know, we're still kind of a baby of a company te- uh, technically, but even now, you know, just getting those bags and the, getting our custom bags, getting the chicken bites in the full production, um, you know, it, it takes money. It does at the end of the day. And that's just the cold, hard truth. But um, I think one of the things that we all agreed on up front when we got together and, and formed this company um, was what are, what, you know, morally, like, what are we, what are we supposed to do as a company? And the more, the more capital that you, that you receive from somebody, the more stake in your company typically that you're giving away and the less you are able to, um, have, have a decision in, in what your company looks like and, um, how your company acts and, you know, how your company is perceived by the public and by the consumer. So, um, even though, you know, it is, it is a growing pain and has been a growing pain, you know, like you guys said, like, I believe we're on the right track and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, if, if there is a question or if there is something that comes up, we've always been able to diagnose it and, you know, figure out another way and to get the job done. So yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, that's, that's really, that's really where I stand as far as, uh, as far as our growth, growing pains. Yeah. So they're, I mean, they're growing pains, but at the end of the day, it's just, it's just all learning. It's all a learning process. And the really the biggest growing pain I would say we had of them all was once we got our pre-launch orders in to fulfill those, because initially, like I said, I was hoping to have the custom bags in and I wanted to have all of those packs out by January. So we did our, we did our pre-launch campaign, November, December. I wanted to have them out by January one. And we were dealing with all those problems with the, with the packing company during December. And then eventually carrying those problems into January, it just continued. And I was like, all right, not delay any longer. I don't want to keep our customers waiting. So I went ahead and purchased, you know, a bunch of, you know, a few hundred packs to fulfill our pre-launch orders of our current bag. And I got all of those out. And by chance, I go to make one pack on my own. I had just shipped out all of the orders. I go to make a pack. And I'm like, wow, this tastes really, really salty. This just is very, very overwhelming. It looked like there was way too much seasoning in the bag when I dumped it out, especially when I was cooking. The bites were just absolutely coated. Mm. And then I tasted it. I'm like, these don't, like, this is, it was, honestly, it was kind of hard to eat. I had to, like, douse them in the sauce. Like, it was, it was hard to eat. And then I'm like, I think this, I think this bag has double seasoning. And I'm like, all right, let me check. So, like, literally the next bag that I grab out of one of the boxes, dump it out no seasoning at, seasoning at all in it nothing i'm like oh okay this is not good yeah. <laughs> like this is not Seriously. good this is not good i know because <laughs> because because when i initially when all the packs initially came in i cooked one right away to see how it was it was perfect and then it was, it was by chance i happened to grab a pack out of one of the cases because we had you know i don't even know how many cases came in um and it was just like Oh wow, this is not cool. So I immediately got on the phone with our co-packer, asked him what happened, and he was even flabbergasted. He was like, "This, he was like, this just, this doesn't like happen. We do like, mil- like millions. I don't even know like how many, how much they do in revenue a year, but they they're doing volume. Our co-packer with their products, and he's like, we have error checks in place on our machines. What's supposed to happen is." Every bag, as it comes off the line, it has a specific final weight once it's completely filled. And if it doesn't weigh exactly that, it's supposed to get error checked off. He happens, the you know the the owner of the the co-packer happens to not be on the line watching our bags go off. So someone who was on the line did not see the error checks that were lighting up because they should be in place, or maybe someone didn't input it into the machine to error check it out. 
And then a number of bags just went off because we found other packs. It wasn't just those two. We found, I think it was like 12 packs in total that we know of so far. So we had to send out an email to all of our customers. If you guys are one of our customers, hopefully you tried your bags, your packs already. Let us know how they taste. Send us pictures if they taste kind of off. You know, if you're seeing the food pics on our social media, on our website, that's how they should look. If they look like they're overtly coated in seasoning, we will kind of tell the difference. Or, and then you'll also be able to taste the difference. It can be way too salty, um, way too peppery. It might be like taste really spicy, uh, especially when they're warm. Or if you've got no seasoning at all, you literally won't see any seasoning in the bites will just taste bland. So if that did happen to you guys, please let us know. We have figured everything out with the co-packer and we are good to go. So the packs that you purchased from here on out, they will be good or we will get you new packs or refund your money. You're, you know, we're going to make sure that, that, that this is right. So we had to send out that email. It kind of was like, damn, yeah. like yeah, we just did a pre-launch. We had the whole thing with the the custom packs. We had a delay a month because we got the pre-launch orders out by the first week of February. So a little month, a month later. And then it's like, damn, this happens. I'm like, Shoot, it have been the worst time. But, you know, we got past it. We got past it. Figured it yeah. out. Glad we got to caught it early when we didn't. We, we didn't have yeah, definitely orders as we project because we do project to be doing, you know, exponentially more orders. So, um, twelve bags. That's the, we can deal with that, you know. But if right. it was it was a lot more, that would have been a big huge. We would have took a huge impact. You know? And it was like you know just. Like I was speaking on before, how it was a breath of fresh air to be able to actually get this out and get this out to the consumer. So, like, you know, when me and me and Bobby were in communication, and when Bobby was like, "Okay, we're go, it's happening, we're doing it," like I was just, I was, for I was pumped, I was super excited. I was like, "Yo, let's go, finally!" And then, you know, to get that text that, you know, something went wrong during during the co-packing process and. And that's not, you know, like, you know, mistakes happen. I mean, it's, it's, you know, a tough thing. It's a tough pill to swallow for sure. And like Bobby said, like our co-packer has been great working with them, just working with us through the whole process. Um, so, you know, like I, he, he did his, he's going to be doing his due diligence on, on the next run and, and being a bigger part of that to ensure us that, you know, something like that won't happen again, which is awesome. And, you know, I've loved working with him. Um, I, I know Bobby's loved working with him as well. So, but um, yeah, just to have that happen, kind of really, just yeah. It, it was like it was like it was like it was like twenty. It was like twenty twenty in a nutshell. That's literally how it was. It was like you could roll out of bed one day and you know have. The craziest, most amazing thing happened to you, and then twenty minutes later, like you're down bad. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, it it sucked. It sucked hearing that news. But at the same time, I wanted to say, if you did get a bag that was properly packed and you enjoyed the product, we'd love to hear from you as well. We definitely love you know the positive comments and, and knowing that you guys enjoyed what you're what you're receiving. Because we are, that is the goal is to get a quality product to you guys. We're not making it up. We love using this product. We love cooking chicken bites. Like, I love eating chicken bites. I just had three bags. I'm down to my last one now. Like I'll go through them so quick. Taylor's, my girl Taylor's kind of getting tired of me <laughs> cooking them. Like I, let, I, I just go through them, man. Like I'll cook them in the rice. I'll throw them in the pasta. I'll throw them into anything. So. Um, yeah, she loves them too, but she's just like, dude, can we like do something different? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I never get tired of them. Nah, me either. Me either. So just yeah, wait till we launch new products. <laughs> I know this is just our first product. We exactly. have, we have exactly. very, we have very big plans. A lot of things on the back end that we haven't even really talked to you guys about with, with where we're going to take the company into the future. And, and it's just, it's really, it's really an exciting process. And, and as Marcus was saying, if you guys really did like the chicken bites, and make sure to leave a review on our website. And if you do, screenshot the review, 
send it right to Marcus. You should have got a little card in your order, which details everything, uh, um, uh, what to do. And we will send you a free pack limited to one customer. So for every you know one person, if you leave your one review, then you'll get a free pack. Um, so instructions are detailed on the little card that we sent with every pack. Um, but yeah, so it's just, it's just really, really, really exciting thinking about with uh, where we're, we're going into the future. Make sure to check out our Strength YouTube channel. Got a lot, a lot going on there. A lot more content to come. Uh, brought a new member on the team, Tyler Rayburn. He's going to be our lead content creator. We just dropped this video of our last, uh, of the last vigil that we went to. Really, really powerful. Everything that happened. Uh, you know, those of you guys who have been really following this close, you probably already know what happened with me getting shit thrown in my face while filming. The slaughterhouse workers cut up a pregnant cow right on the truck. It was absolutely disgusting. DJ was there as well to witness it all. And, uh, so make sure to check that out. But we've got a lot of a lot of more content to come: educational and nutrition content, activism content, our cooking with chicken bite show, and we're also going to do a vegan review series where uh, Jamie Logan and I, one of our ambassadors, our first ever ambassador, we are both co-hosting Cooking with Chicken Bite Show, but we're also going to co-host a vegan review series where we review different. Food products, vegan food products, vegan restaurants, vegan products in general, anything that is vegan and that's out in the market today, we are going to do a review, uh, do a review on it, give it, give you guys our honest opinion so that you know, look how easy it is to go vegan because there's all these different products and you know, this is a great product to try or maybe this is not a great product to try. We're going to give you our best opinion on that. So yeah, guys, those are our growth spurts and growing pains of the company. Before we continue on, though, we are going to take a brief moment to highlight our team member of the week, something we do every episode to show our love and appreciation for our ever-growing family. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Jamie Logan, and I am excited to be this week's Plant Strength Team Member of the Week. That is a mouthful. You can find me at JLo Kurtz. And if you guys are on the fence about going vegan, my biggest recommendation would be to watch Cowspiracy on Netflix, watch What the Health, and check out Seaspiracy. It just came out, it's in the top 10 movies. I think just educating ourselves and really learning about what happens when we consume animal products, whether it's the environment, whether it's what's happening to our bodies and our own health, or whether it's what's going on with the animals. There's just no ethical way to take the life of something or someone that doesn't want to die. So yeah, I mean, listen, I was just like you. I consumed animal products my whole life. And then I just came to just learn new information. So I think being open-minded with anything is super important. But if you guys have any questions, need any help, message me and I got you. Now it's time for my favorite part of the show, our growth spurts and growing pain segment. So it goes, things changing. I know that though I've got no control, that's just the way that we grow. No one told me what's ahead on this road. So until I break the mold. For those of you who haven't heard of this segment before, at the end of every show, we ask each guest what a recent growth spurt of theirs is, an accomplishment that they're proud of, as well as a growing pain, something that they're still trying to get better with. Both of these can be health, work, or life related. So with that, We'll start right at the top. Kiwan, tell us what is a recent growth spurt of yours and what is a growing pain? My growth spurt is being busy and my growing pain is also being busy. <laughs> it's about uh, managing that time. So I recently got into doing a lot more film-related content, that sort of thing. Um, but it's also about managing time and being able to take time for myself for my own mental health so that I'm not sort of depressed or anxiety ridden when I'm not doing something or I'm not busy because I, I often find myself falling into bouts of depression or anxiety when I'm not quite as busy as I want to be. Um, but also at the same time, I don't know how to take, you know, time for myself, um, which is, I think is very, very important to, you know, having a functional life and being a functional adult. Um, so yeah, being busy and being busy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. 
Marcus. Oh, oh he just brought he just you got, you, got, you, got, you, got, you got you gotta go next, Marcus. Oh, I had to, man. I had to. I would show you. I I would I'm gonna I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, you know, hit on Kiwan's template and you know, kind of use the same thing for my grocery and my growing pain. Um you know, <laughs> this little guy right here. You see him eating. Tell us, tell, tell the viewers, because you know we only have you know some people, people who are watching on YouTube they can see right now, but for those listening, tell 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 them who's on the screen right now with you. This is my son. This is my son, Easton James Everett or EJ Everett. You know we'll figure out what he prefers to be called once he gets to that point. EJ. But um, yeah, this is this is my guy right here. This is. You know, what drives me to wake up at six o'clock in the morning on a Sunday and hop on a podcast. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, he is, he is a growth spirit for sure. Literally growing. Like he's, he's getting crazy big. I look back at pictures of him every, all, all the time. And when he was a newborn, he was a little thing, man. So he's steady eating, steady drinking bottles. So he's growing, he's talking, he's crawling, he's climbing up on everything. So. <laughs> it's it's cool. It's awesome to see. I love watching it. I'll just be staring at him sometimes. Like what the hell, man? <laughs> but um, it's awesome. And then in the same token, it's a growing pain. You know, it's uh, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's it's definitely no joke. But I got a great partner here. I show you her, but she kind of just woke up, so I don't. You know, I don't know if she wants to. Yeah, she's she's doing it <laughs> right now. So I don't know if she wants to be in front of the camera. But um, you know, I got a great partner, I got a great support system here and you know, it, it takes two. It definitely takes two and to get the job done because he is a freaking handful, man. But uh yeah, that's my growth spirit, my growing pain in a nutshell. This little man right here. I can't still can't believe you're a dad. No, no, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. I can't wait till y'all get to meet him. How old is he now? I know, for real. I cannot wait to meet him. But how old is he? He's uh, going on eight months. Eight months already? Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, man. man. It's going by quick. I know. I know. That was so crazy. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, when... Like he's almost a year old already. Like and then I'm, I'm like years thinking, years. like, dude, like he's gonna be 18 before I know. It, bro. Like, damn. Like, <laughs> I think he, he was just playing around with the uh, with the cold. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> Good win, bro. All right. Yeah, that's next. crazy. Next, DJ. <laughs> uh, Rosberg growing pain. I definitely have to say, like, piggybacking off of what Kiwan said. Um, as far as really taking time for yourself, I think that would be one of my growth spurts. Um, just how I was raised, you know, how I came up. I'm always just used to working, 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 everyday working, in the gym working, you know, at home working, you know. So, like, over these past few months, I've just decided, like, hey, I need to, like, really start taking time for myself, taking time to rest. You know, I was at one point I was doing two a days in the gym, but I was gonna be like, "What's wrong? Like, what are you doing?" I know, <laughs> like I was doing way too much. So, um, I think that's a huge real skill for me, just taking more time to know, um, understand my body, understand like, hey, it's um, time for me to, to take a rest. You know, um, and um, it's had a huge impact on me. You know, I've been able to actually grow, um, not only physically but mentally as well, spiritually. Um, really, just get to know myself more um growing pain though as far as growing pain i would have to say it's literally like a physical pain that i've been uh going through my knee is just really bad and just because i'm getting older my birthday's in april and because i'm hitting that 26 mark my knees are starting to get really bad noticing a change already so <laughs> that's definitely something that's um been bothering me is, is my knee <laughs> that's what someone would call out of pocket <laughs> literally uh, <laughs> my knee, i'm turning 26 and my knees are hurting me I'm getting, I'm you know it's the age it's the age you know i'm 27 and i'm not <laughs> Uh, your knees must be blown out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. 
but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I went through a lot. I went through a lot of changes in the past year, you know. So um, I can't really complain. I, I can't really complain. Uh, I don't. I don't look at the the negativity. You know, I'm always moving forward and looking at the positives in my life. And I'm always just very, very blessed, very thankful um, to be here every day. So um, no matter what, no matter what. No matter what pain I go through, I don't look at it as a pain. At the end of the day, I just see it as growth. That's all I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a really powerful statement. So I guess last but not least, um, so, so. my growth spurt. Touched on this in the beginning. That's why I'm here right now with DJ, living in New York City. Moved down here in uh, it was like yeah, it was September and. The amount of growth that I've had personally, just with who I am as a person, but then, of course, as we just touched on everything professionally, it's just been absolutely amazing. Moving down here, I feel like I'm more at home than when I was still living in my hometown because I love my mom, love my brother, but it's just everyone else that's around me down here. It really feels like family. And we have such a big vegan community. Cannot wait to be doing this Plant Strike Movement tour. If if I hadn't moved down here, none of this would have even been a reality because it was like, I, when I moved down here, first thing, Jamie Logan, we had been talking about, hey, when I, when I come down to the city, I want to go to a vigil. She took me to a vigil the first week that I got down here. And that literally changed me fundamentally because I was no longer going to suppress my voice. I've been suppressing my voice on speaking out for animals, thinking, hey, my pages are mainly fitness and nutrition. That's what I have to do. I shouldn't really speak out on animals. Nobody really wants to hear it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And people will probably start losing followers, blah, blah, blah. So stupid because as soon as I started speaking out on behalf of the animals, I had the opposite thing happen. I started having my engagement on my page went way up started gaining followers, had people reach out, thanking me, saying, hey, I am like, you're, this is amazing what you're doing. Not only being, you know, an athlete, a vegan athlete, bodybuilder, but you're also an activist speaking out because most of them don't do that. And that really was a bit, a big fundamental change for me. And I think that also kind of sparked that fundamental change into wanting to rebrand, not rebrand, but I mean, yeah, rebrand, but we've always been plan strength at our core. But actually just coming out and saying we're plant strength because it embodies everything vegan, not just fitness and nutrition, activism, food, lifestyle, the whole nine. And then I would say my growing pain is, I would say, I would say my growing pain is kind of managing everything and being able to devote time to myself, but also feeling like I'm devoting time on myself, but should I be doing something else? Keeping like you once said, should I be busy right now? Mm -hmm. Uh, I have been definitely doing so much better with that and really sticking more or less to schedule. Hey, you know what? I'm going to work during these hours. And if I don't get everything done, it's not the end of the world. There's always tomorrow. And I can just give myself that time to just rest and relax and recover recharge the batteries and then I'm so much more prepared and ready to attack the next day instead of staying up for hours and hours and hours. And yes, I do have some nights like that where I need to just stay up and I just really need to get stuff done. But for the most part, taking at least one full day off on the weekends, not doing anything um, financially related, even though it's hard because like we all love what we do. So it's hard to almost disconnect from that because a lot of what we do, even if it's just posting on social media, is a part of being on the business. But yeah, so that's that's definitely my growth pain, growing pain. It's it's uh it's always a work in progress, but just really happy to be to be where I'm at. So, guys, always love to have this episode to recap on everything, and we always have our leaders meeting every week anyway. But just to get on here and to talk it out, so all of you guys listening can kind of hear because we want to be as transparent as possible, so you guys know what it's like. It's not all daisies and roses running a business no matter how things look on the surface and this goes with anything whether it's a business or whether it's someone a person where you see everyone on social media 
you all only see their highlight reel. We always want to keep it real with you and say that we like behind all of that, we go through our own struggles, just like everyone else. Everyone has their own struggles and we're all in this together. So um yeah, happy to have you guys on. Plug your plug your handles, where to find you guys on social media for those who are new. So Darren Moore again. Uh, my Instagram is at DJ Moore Fit. Um, so go there, check out our activism, you know, check out my um, daily workouts. If you're ever looking to get fit, you know, my links in my bio. Uh, you, know, you can always apply for coaching, for programs, for meal plans. We do it all. So DJ More Fit, you can actually add me on TikTok as well. DJ More Fit, you'll be there. Marcus? All right. You, uh, you can find me on Instagram, as always, at Marcus J. Everett. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn as well. I mean, just searching Marcus Everett. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. I am at Kiwan underscore Harrison um, on Instagram. Um, and yeah, you can find me there. Or you can find me at KiwanHarrison.com. Awesome. And of course, as you guys know, Bobby Physique at Bobby Physique on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. I don't really use Twitter, but anywhere you want to find me, Bobby Physique, you'll, you'll be able to, to search me. And of course, Blanchstrength.com. Go right to BlanchstrengthRadio.com to listen to all of our episodes. Blanchstrength.com to find everything vegan. And as always, until the next one, I'm your host, Bobby Lynch, and this is Plant Strength. Radio. Plant Strength Radio is hosted by Bobby Lynch, produced and edited by Kiwan Harrison. Original theme music by Alex Brinkley and Tyson Bryce. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. To learn more about Plant Strength, the company behind this podcast, please visit www.plantstrengthperformance.com or follow us on social media at Plant Strength Performance. Plant Strength. Sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Thank you for listening.